Maggie and Kyle are dating and cohabitating. For some reason, they think this gives them the right to advise other people about their relationships, as if they have it all together. I once saw Maggie eat at two Taco Bells in a row, and Kyle has a crippling cookie addiction. If you want my advice, don't follow their advice. Roommate lovers, folks, we're having a good day here on the red carpet. Oh, the Oscars yes. are still happening, happening right now. Believe it or not. I'm Maggie, and some rats are great swimmers and can hold their breath for up to three minutes. I'm Kyle, and remember that porcupine in Homeward Bound that hits Chance in the face? Oh. I actually went to college with that you guy. You did? Dude, how's he doing mm-hmm. now? Uh, he's, a, he's, he's a good guy. He tends to always take life a little too serious. He always oh, no. tries to get right to the point. That was a good one. Come on. That was that was a good setup. I was talking about the porcupine and they're spiky. Stop it. Okay. Anyways, how are how 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 are you? Listen, um I just want to give everyone sort of like a tip out there for like how to how to like be cool and like make friends with strangers and like like really hit it off with like a cool barista and that is to just wear an avatar the last airbender t-shirt okay. just out in public okay um i had the best morning of my life and it's a hundred percent due to my t-shirt what yeah okay I mean, so maggie's wearing an avatar t-shirt right absolutely now. people are like what bender are you i was like air no the they person. asked that well i asked it first to the barista and then we had a whole conversation <laughs> wait why do you ask it the to line the... behind us you should have seen it was like literally out the door and we're just like gabbing away, uh-huh. you know. It was a great time. What, why did you, did they say something first, or did yeah. you just out of the blue say, "What he, vendor are you?" He like came. I don't even think he was supposed to take my order. He like came from a, from around back, and he's like, "I saw your shirt out of the corner of my eye." <laughs> That's awesome. And I was like, we're friends. Okay. I was th- I was actually just thinking about your shirts. Was that one of the shirts you got for that show you did right before COVID happened? The nerd oh, show at Second, at City? Second City? No, no, no. This, this one, one I got. Wasn't. I got okay. this one here, actually. Okay. This is a deep COVID shirt. This was this was this was just COVID. for me to oh, see. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. You know, and now the other people are singing because I'm going outside now. Okay. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, Maggie did the show in Chicago right before COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Shout out to a show that doesn't exist anymore from two years ago at Second City, uh, yeah, Temple of Geekdom. Let's plug that. Yeah. Plug that. Uh, but I remember you bought like several shirts. I was yeah. thinking about we went to the mall. You got like several like cool nerdy shirts. Oh, like one yeah. was it says about Mordor. Another one was uh. One you definitely get compliments on all the time. The uh, crusty crab pizza. Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah, SpongeBob. Hundred percent. But I just remember you were like, "Should I get these? Will I wear mm-hmm. them?" And, and you wear them all the time. Now and you I do o- get a bunch of compliments every time you wear them. Anytime I make a TikTok or any video when I'm wearing the crusty crab pizza T-shirt, no one's like, "Ha ha, funny video." Yeah. They're always like, "Where'd you get your T-shirt?" Yeah, maybe you should just go into fashion. Okay. Yeah, I mean you're not very fashionable, but maybe that's your calling. Yes. Should we get to the questions? I love that, Kyle. Okay. Not a huge issue, but I would love to know how I should react when my climbing partner doesn't manage to get to the top of a route that I can get easily. (laughs) Yesterday, she said one thing that really annoys her is that whenever she isn't successful in a climb, I say something like, ah, or ah, you were so close. I was always just trying to be supportive or show how I was also disappointed that she didn't make it. To be honest, it wasn't even something I thought about, but she says it makes her feel like I'm mocking her. 
I feel like it would be weird to just stay completely silent. So my question is, what would be a better reaction? I mean, honestly, literally anything would be better. You've chosen the worst possible. Aww. You don't think they should say, aww. aww. No, but. You didn't climb as good as me. Aww. No, they're saying it like, oh, Kyle, you got close. Your wordle was five and mine was three. Aww, <laughs> next time. You're saying it sarcastic. They probably said it genuine. You can't say. Try to say it genuine. Okay. Oh, you you climbed slower than me. Aww. <laughs> Impossible. Hang on. Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. All right. Let me try. Here's okay. me. <laughs> three, two. Oh, I'm okay. up. Uh, uh, you only made it two steps up, but that was a good try, Maggie. Ah. Uh. What the fuck? Did that sound It good? sounds awful. Yeah, this is this is this is not acceptable <laughs> what you're doing. See, when I was I, I actually thought that it was. I thought the other person was maybe taking it too hard. No. No, this is funny because I feel like I do this to you. I what? accidentally do this to you when we're like playing a game with each sure. other. I'll be like, "Oh, dang, Kyle. Sorry yes, you rolled okay. so bad." Yeah. And I, you're like, "Shut the fuck. You get so mad." <laughs> Cuz I I literally like I, I, <laughs> I'll comment when you're doing worse than a game than I am, but I'll try and support you and make you feel better. Yeah, you do do that where you're like <laughs> and I winning. Stopped. Yeah, you know, it, you're totally right. Okay, now it's I like do that. realize. Yeah, when yeah. you're like winning and then you're like, oh, you almost got it. I'm like, Maggie, just let me play. Like, right. I don't need you to patronize me. Yeah, I never realized it was like that until you told me. And now I would never dream of doing that. Okay, well, now I am on your side. Yeah, on that. that's I, what it, I thought. That's why you picked this question. I do. No, I, I do like I do really like uh, <laughs> the idea of just staring at the person like as they like <laughs> they almost get to the top. They can't get to the top and you just stand there and you just stare. You stare at them. You just stare. You know what you need is like one of those one of those like little packets of conversation topics that you can mm -hmm. buy at Target. Okay. So I think you should just keep one of those in your back pocket so that when they get to the top, you can talk about literally anything else in the world. <laughs> Give them a conversation topic. You know, just pull it out and it's just like, oh, if you were a combination of two characters from The Office, which one would you be? Dwight and Moe's. <clears throat> is that his name? Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, that's my that's my combo. What, I love what's that. yours? Mine would be um, probably just like uh, Creed and then like more of Creed. <laughs> if you were a, a tree in the forest, mm -hmm. how would you pay for gas? Well, I probably would, you know, save from... It's really expensive right now, so I would save up from my job uh -huh. and just sort of keep an extra fund. What going. sort of job you got? As a tree? Yeah. Um, uh, farmer. Farmer? Yeah. What do you farm? Apples. Apples? That's nice. Do you mm. have to do the crop rotation with apples, or is it just pretty straightforward? It's pretty straightforward for me. I just kind of, like, plant there, Okay. and I just let them kind of hang. <laughs> was that your attempt at a pun? No, <laughs> but I realized it as I said it. Because you said it like it was a pun, and no. I, don't, I feel like it's, a, it's not really a pun so much as just what it is. Yeah, I just said the thing I am as a tree, okay. which is a plant. Okay, yeah. well, I'm glad we got to the root of that problem. Mm -hmm. Really branching out here, Kyle. Uh, bark, bark. <laughs> <laughs> Do another question? Yeah. This one comes to us from the past. Dear Abby, my telephone just rang. It was a doctor telling me that my 16-year-old daughter was just in his office asking for birth control pills. Oh... I'm the one who pressed it, so I feel like I have to stop. That's correct. Yeah, go ahead. I'm the doctor. I, and yes. Oh, hello, Dr. Falestine. How are you? I'm good. Mm. Just a little creaky around the edges. Oh, Anyways, what can that. I help you with? Oh, you called, you called me doctor. You're right. Anyways, <laughs> don't do drugs. 
That was confusing. <laughs> that was the small talk, and then it got to this part. Okay, great. Abby, what are these young people doing to us mothers? I knew she had a steady boyfriend, but I never dreamed they were in need of anything like that. I am heart sick. I tried to raise that girl right. Where have I failed? This is from Ashamed to Sign My Name. Wow. Uh, So wait, so her her daughter, I kind of got lost in a flashback somewhere, (laughs) somehow. Mm -hmm. So her daughter went for birth control. Yeah, and then the doctor, I think, did did a did a what's it called the doctor patient confidential confidentiality he's a rat he's a rat and not the but good not, kind not of rat. a room rat not a room rat just, just a rat rat a, yeah running the race running the race so he broke doctor patient confidentiality mm-hmm. well i don't know if that's true if they're 16 because you know they're not a person yet mm. yeah but then he and he told you know he told ashamed to sign my name that her daughter mm-hmm. wanted birth control pills sure uh-huh yeah. now her question to us in the future is where have i failed yeah, uh, probably hmm. with your whole attitude, yeah. I would have to guess. You know, I was going to go a different route and say, go that route. and say, I think you failed by just sort of like having a child that was a human. Sure, that that's tough. Okay, let's let's take you the know. situation and let's say they were all octopuses. Okay, how would it differ? So that one I, it, octopus, it wouldn't. You're right, it wouldn't. They would still do it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you're right. It's the same. We're basically. I octopuses. wanted to go through my scenario. Oh, I wanted great. to talk about the different octopi. Okay, take it back. No, and it's Kyle. too late. You ruined it. Hey, no, you ma- ruined hey, mom. It. I need eight pencils for school. Excuse me. Oh, here you go, dearie. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what's. I, I that, that accent's only for flashbacks. I'm yeah. sorry. That's okay. This whole thing failed. Let's do another question. Okay. Uh, I I I got one. I found a question. I was. <laughs> As every good American citizen does, I was reading the New York Times, mm. you know, because I'm very astute. Hang and on, Kyle. Let me just let me just hold I for. Re- I know. Yeah, applause. thank you. This is for you. Yes, I learned uh. how to read, and from time to time, I will look at the online edition of the newspaper. Wow. From time to time, uh, <clears throat> so I was looking at the New York Times, and I found I came across like a uh, opinion stuff or uh, like people writing questions in. So here's a question that they sent in. So this is good. This I mean, is the New a York high Times quality. Printed this question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if if this isn't good, I don't know what is. I am an organized person. When I travel, I book my flights well in advance. This usually lets me claim my preferred seat on the aisle in the bulkhead row. What the fuck's the bulkhead? I row? don't know, but I think I'm into it. That's okay. the front, right? I don't know. It's let's see. Head is towards the front and bulk and bulk is like the main part of the plane. It's like the whole bulk of the plane. Okay, so it could be anywhere. Yeah. I have long legs, and those seats tend to provide more leg room. Mm. Not that I have to justify myself. Oh. That's what they said. Uh, This brings me to my problem. The last two times I've flown, a steward asked me to change seats to accommodate a parent flying alone with small children. My moving would allow them to sit together, but I didn't want to move. They could have booked in advance, too. So I politely refused. Several passengers made nasty comments. Was I wrong to hold my ground? This oh. is from Lisa with two S's. Lisa. 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 What you think, Maggie? I have. N- I feel so stressed out by this because, as you know, Kyle. I, I know Kyle. Good guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Tall guy. Yeah, I'm into, I'm into him. Not that tall. As you know, I am very picky about my seats on planes as well because I, I tend to get nauseous sure. from flying, yes. or being walking, alive, walking, being around just people. sort of yeah, nauseous yeah, in general. That. So, you know, I try and be very picky about my mm-hmm. my seats. For me, I have to have a window seat so I can look at the horizon. Blah, sure. blah, blah. I try and be in the front. Blah, blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I totally get, I try and book in advance and I will pay for an extra, like whatever I have to pay for to get pay. the good seat. Now, if someone came up to, if like a 
if a steward came up to me and was like, hello, I need you to change seats mm-hmm. so that this mom can sit with her child. I'd let's be like, say, let's say it's a grandma and she's really old. Go, go ahead. Keep going. Okay. So I would say, can I go into another window? I would just make sure I could sit in another window seat. See, that's you know? smart. I would move. I don't care. I would move, but I'd be like, I need to sit. So you'd have Here's- to play some Tetris. You'd be like, okay, well, can, then can you move this person? I love it. This person? Hey, everybody up. Yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> up. up. If we're going to help this old grandma, everybody we all needs fucking to shit. chip in. Um, no, that is true. That's the thing. They don't go into that much detail, but it's it's like, yeah, can't you just mm. like get a similar seat? Yeah. I do think the, the person makes a good point about this they should have just booked their seats in advance to sit yeah. together yes because wait what is the situation um a, a mother and a young child aren't sitting together how does that even i mean look you don't know the circumstances That's it true. could be a right. it could be a, a person minute. who's lazy or it could be a last minute funeral someone just got ran over by jojo train and oh, and now they're run, rushing to ohio i to really hope them. they catch that train they, yes. uh, that train keeps killing yeah a lot of people it's well, really sad well the th- it doesn't use the regular tracks yeah i know it's just a loose train it's a loose train i know it goes wherever it wants yeah. road field tar sky sky yeah if a train has wings yeah. is it still a train no that's and i think that's what this person needs to realize is just because you want it to be a train doesn't mean it's not a plane. I guess what you got to do in this situation is just tell them like, I need an aisle. I need an aisle seat. I need an aisle seat. In the front <laughs> or in the bulkhead. I need, I need an aisle I, and I need eight <laughs> bags of peanuts and two glasses of stat. Coke. Like I need, look at, look at my body. I wonder if you could in that situation be like, hey, I'll move, but only if the flight crew gives me eight, eight cans of Coke. Cans of Coke. <laughs> I mean, okay. I think I think that's that's what you do is you start making uh you start making things. I I wanted to talk about this actually. Speaking of uh attachment, what do you say attachment? Yeah, I did. That's called a transition because I related it back to what I just heard someone say. They huh. said attachment. Okay. I wanted to talk about. I learned um, so much on this podcast. You do learn a lot, and we're mm-hmm. all about to learn. Uh, I wanted to talk about attachment styles. This is something I came across uh, recently. Uh, are you familiar with attachment styles? I'm, I'm honestly not. I think I have a preconceived notion based on the <laughs> name of it, attachment styles. But sure, is anything like love languages? It's. I mean, it's a bit like that. Let me pull this up. Okay, so all right, so attachment styles. I, I listened to uh, an episode of NPR's Life Kit. All right, and hmm. uh, Amir Levine, who's a neuroscientist and an author, blah blah blah. He was on it. And I'm so sure Amir t- would appreciate that. Blah blah blah. He's, a, he's an author, he's a blah, chill blah, dude. Blah, he's who, a chill dude. Whatever, blah, he's blah, a chill blah. dude. He's a mirror, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Anyways, so they were talking about attachment styles. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, attachment theory began as a way to describe uh, the bonds between children and their parents. Interesting. So this is a theory that was developed like in the 50s. And it has since uh, developed to, to talk about all of our relationships. Basically, like you form attachment styles as, as, a, as a youngin, mm-hmm. as a Padawan. And then you get murdered by an older guy. Well, if you don't get murdered and you oh. become a Jedi, then some of those attachment styles uh, will still affect you okay. as an as an adult Jedi, right? So I can't say it any more clear than that. Okay. Um, I okay. mean, I followed it. Thank you. So there are four attachment styles. Let okay? me guess. You're gonna guess them. Okay, okay. go ahead, Maggie. <laughs> hands, hands, <laughs> hands is not what you're telling no. me. Hands, isn't it? Okay. Uh, kissy. <laughs> Peeping Tom and pizza. 
Wow, pizza is one of them. One, well, sort of. It's named something different. out of four, I'll take it. That was pretty good. Okay, so there's four attachment styles, um, and the uh, four are... So, uh, so what I'm... I, I, there's a lot of different uh, studies and ways to think about this, so just to let you know what I'm basing this off okay. of, it's, I'm, I'm basing a, a lot off of that Amir Levine blah, blah, guy, blah, yeah. his, uh, his take mm-hmm. on it, as well as uh, I, I looked at several sources, and the one that I really liked was there's this Men's Health article about it. So those are the two big sources. Okay, I'm great. So we've from. got Amir, and we've got men's health. Yes. Um, so the four uh, types are anxious. Oh. Avoidant. Oh. Fearful avoidant. And pizza. And secure. Okay, okay. So those are the four types. And I, I just want to say a couple things up top is that not before I dive into these because I'm going to. Uh, not all of them. Like these don't apply just to romantic relationships. It applies to right any relationship. Any relationship. Um, and something else that the uh, Amir Levine was talking about was. Uh, not thinking about how they're good or bad necessarily, but are they efficient for you? Are they working for your mm. life? Because they do, some of them do have, well, they all have, you know, something bad maybe and something good. So sure. talking about if they're efficient. Um, yeah. Okay. Is that making sense? That Am makes sense. Okay. Let's dive into to what each one is. Yeah. All right. So anxious attachment. Okay. Um, so anxious attachment is if we uh, love intimacy and closeness, but have a very sensitive radar for threats, uh, that would be an anxious attachment. Uh, people who have an anxious attachment can be better at identifying a threat, but they also can see danger where it's not. Where there's no danger. Yeah. Some of the negative sides of it would mm. be you may feel jealousy in a relationship. You may constantly seek reassurance or fear infidelity. This really sounds like a shame to me. <laughs> it sounds like a blind? hard shame to me. Yeah, love is okay. blind. You could, you could. Uh, so really this start one's to this Shane. Thing. So anxi- so there's the four different types. So far, we've named one as Shane. Okay, what's the next one? Uh, avoidant mm. attachment. Mm-hmm. Avoidant attachment. So this one. Shana, absolutely. <laughs> this one uh, is you have the mechanism for making someone feel special, right? Um, and you like closeness, but not too much. So what people who are avoidant uh, do is they use something they use uh deactivating strategies to create some distance mm. and to basically keep people at a sort arm's of like length. staying engaged with someone that you're not into for like a few weeks and then breaking up with them for a different reason and then pursuing another man i mean you're talking about love is blind right of course okay yeah well that's a very i see yeah yes that does apply everyone knows we've been watching that netflix All reality show love is blind. i don't think everyone does okay so we have uh shane we have shana okay let's get to the next one uh wait let me tell you some some negative sides uh that the men's health okay. shows so if you have an anxious i'm sorry if you have an avoidant attachment you may need a long time to trust someone you shut down during conflict you struggle to reach out uh when you need help maybe and you may be accused of pushing people away so so far do either of these do you feel either of these about yourself i like, do not do you identify in any way no, no. okay i do not See, i mean everyone has has anxiety as an avoidance of course. i think like sometimes but like i don't feel like i do either of those with you sure. or with anyone that's very close to me yeah any of my friends or my family yeah and i uh yeah i, I mean i agree with that but reading through some of this i did feel like some of the elements were me spoke, God. no spoke to me Ugh. um like like this idea of shutting down during conflict. This is something yeah. we've talked about where sometimes when we argue about something, I tend to shut down. No, we don't. <laughs> okay. 
Anyways, so I, so the avoidant thing does. I, I feel like in some ways I do that avoidant thing because I'm a. Uh, uh, I, I'm like very independent yeah and like sometimes in, like not just independent but I feel like like wanting to just be like give me my space you know like oh sometimes. yeah oh yeah I so mean I feel I the thinking. same I feel the same exact way all right so the third one is but isn't okay, it, but mm-hmm. isn't that just like almost like fighting in general I'm not sure. saying everyone shuts sure. down during a conflict sure but like <laughs> wanting to just shut down and be like I don't even want to deal with this mm-hmm. is just arguments I feel like a lot sure. of times fearful avoidant attachment all right, so this one, uh, Men's Health Magazine says it's also called disorganized attachment. There seems to be an ebb and flow of wanting closeness, but not really knowing how to go about it. Um, so this type of person might partake in self-criticism, suddenly withdraw as a relationship gets close, or respond poorly to others' negative emotions. <laughs> what, you feel like that's you? Why? That's so interesting. Hang on. There seems to be an ebb and flow. I don't, I don't think that's you. No, there's just some things. I feel like the ebb and flow okay. makes sense to me. Like sometimes I'm like, Kyle, leave, leave me alone for five days. I don't even want to see you. And other times I'm like, wait, wait, why are you in the other room? Yeah, you but know? I don't think it's about that so much. Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends how you read that. I, I feel like if there's a little more, like there's a little more fearfulness and like it's called fearful mm. avoidance. So mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. taking that, I like it's not just about like wanting different things right. different days. I feel like it's like, it's how you approach approach. I, f- I feel like it. This is maybe what I had when we first got together, though. Okay. Because like you were, I I pretty much knew. We've talked about this a lot. Uh-huh. I was like, he's it. He's the one. And so I was very afraid I was gonna lose you because I fell for you sure. so hard. And I've seen you partake in self criticism, as it yeah. says like that. You know, a lot of us do. Ding. Um, but you know, suddenly withdrawing as a relationship gets close. Yeah, that's not me. I don't think that's, that's not me you. At all. And I feel like that's a key component of this, probably. Okay. Um, but now that okay, so we all have elements. Now of here's all these. what I hate about this: uh-huh. is that that is Danielle. <laughs> Danielle, which one's Danielle? Danielle is mother. Danielle. Danielle. Oh. Danielle is closet girl who went in the closet. Yeah, for no she reason. went in the closet, and, and she was like, "I was in the closet for yeah, hours." And, and the no guy reason. she's with seems very much like this fourth attachment style, okay. which is secure, secure attachment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, secure attachment is obviously the one that is usually the most efficient. Um, so if you're secure, you love closeness and intimacy, uh, but a lot may go over your head. Like you, you know, your partner's there. You don't know they're there. They're late from work. It's not a threat, you know? So, so some things honestly might go over your head in some way. So that's why, that's why he was talking about, uh, Levine was talking about like the pros and cons of some of these. Right. Um, So if it's too secure, well, sure. (laughs) If you feel too, I see. Okay. Because I mean like someone who's anxious, like Mm -hmm. has a skill set where they are perceiving threats more often than like the, and like it's accurate. Like he talked about how it's shown to be Mm -hmm. helpful in certain ways. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so, so the, the four are anxious, avoidant, fearful, avoidant and secure. Wait, what are any of the negatives of secure? Uh, I didn't see any negatives. (laughs) (laughs) Because I, I mean, I do feel more secure. I feel like personally. I mean, what, which I one do totally you? I totally agree. Yeah, you yeah. think I am, or that you are? Yeah, and I, 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 I think you're secure. Yeah. And that thing about stuff going over your head, honestly, and I'm not. I, I mean, I'm saying it kind of mean. I feel like that's so because I just feel like you are pretty chill, and I feel like I feel like I probably could cheat on you a bunch, and you'd just be like, whatever, everything's fine. I would never know. Because you're, you're just like chill, and you're like doing your own thing a lot of time, and you're like. You just like it does feel like you feel comfortable and you're like everything's good. It's whatever. <laughs> and I'm I'm I feel like I have a lot of elements of that too. Like I don't yeah, care you what do. you do. Yeah. But I'm also a lot more anxious 
uh, and yeah, maybe, but you're not, not, like maybe not anxious attachment, but I am anxious where I always, I mean, I always know what you're doing in yes, the apartment. Like that's true. You get up out of bed and I'm like, what's going on? What's wrong? Whereas if, for example, this morning uh-huh. you had been up for like an hour yeah. and I was awake. I think I was awake and I didn't even realize that you had left. Yeah. Like I was, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like chilling. I was like, Kyle, where did you? <laughs> like I, like how much more close could you possibly have been sure. for me to not it's a tiny apartment. Yeah. Uh, no. So, so we all have elements. I'm sure of some of yeah, these. I yeah, feel yeah. like, but and uh, I think you can change these. But it's just, it just is helpful to know how you approach relationships. And something else they talked about in the podcast in Pierre's Life Kit was they were talking about how sometimes it's beneficial to know this. Like, let's say you're working with a colleague and they have that sort of um, uh, anxious mm, attachment, mm-hmm. and you might you might get annoyed at that and feel like, oh, they're 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 bothering me. They they keep checking in. And I'm just going to ignore it. And he was saying how actually knowing that someone's anxious, what you might want to do is you put out that small flame by saying like, hey, I don't have this project done yet. I'll let you know. Right. As opposed to ignoring it because how the anxious Uh-oh. person will handle it is they'll let that small flame turn into a bigger thing. And so it's just like, it's about like knowing my how My colleague didn't respond, didn't respond to my email. He's cheating on me with another colleague. Sure. Probably doing a different research project. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough out there for those scientists. Oh, God. I don't know. So I just thought it was interesting. We should we should take the test. Um, there's a test oh, we can take. So okay, let's take that. Let's we'll, we'll we'll put that in our in our Patreon in our bonus feed. I love that. Uh, so yeah, we'll put that in our bonus feed. I guess. Um, cool stuff. Should we get to some trivia? Ask me some more questions, and I will tell you some more lies. <laughs> you mean trivia questions? Yeah. Okay. Because you know we also do regular questions on this show. I want to. Hey, Kyle, surprise me. Yeah. Okay. See, this is going over my head. Here we go. All right, so the Oscars uh, happened uh, just this past week. Mm-hmm. So I have some trivia related to that because I'm so good at being topical. That's awesome. Which of well, these? Well, is it topical if it's already in the past? Okay, Maggie. How about how about a topical? Where's your head? Because I kicked it off your body. That is really aggressive. That was really aggressive. I'm, I'm glad sorry we got that. that yeah, guys. Okay. Oh, apology. Thanks. <laughs> okay. So, which of these movies won an Academy Award for Best Picture? Ooh. Okay. Was it A, Wizard of Oz, B, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, C, Little Miss Sunshine, D, Rocky? We're going to find out right after this break. This episode is brought to you by socks. They can either be comfortable or cute, but never both. Socks. Are you a porcupine and you're tired of people talking about how spiky you are? Guess what? Get a really big hat. Then they'll talk only about the hat. They'll be like, you see that porcupine with the really big hat? People will be like, yeah, the hat was fucking awesome. Okay, movies, movies, movies. We got them all high and low. Wizard of Oz, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Little Miss Sunshine, Rocky. The answer to your question that you've asked is one of the four movies. Now, which okay. one is it, though? What do we know? We I really know. thought you were about to what say. What do we know? Wizard of Oz classic. It was mm-hmm. a classic when it came out. Mm-hmm. But did it win the bestest picture? I'm going to assume that probably yes, but that's not my final answer. Okay. Butch Cassidy, also a classic. And I feel 
Like that one's got some guys in it and they blow up stuff and they're running around and I think they die at the end. Wow, did you write it? Sounds oh, like you got that shot for shot. Boy, now the other two I forgot about and I Little don't Miss think... Little Miss Sunshine. I, don't think, I think Little Miss Sunshine got beat out by something. I feel like you complain about this. So What are you talking about? I don't complain about anything. Yeah, you do. A lot of stuff. That's not right. Now Rocky... You're always doing that. I f- oh, dang it. That was a good joke. Um... I'm going with Butch Cassidy. God fucking damn it. It was Rocky. Damn it. Yeah, Rocky. Wizard of Oz, I think, was beaten out. Uh, I think, it, what was that? That's right, actually. I think it yeah. was beaten out by Gone with the Wind, if I'm I not mistaken. I almost guessed it, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, they're all great movies, yeah, right? They are. And yeah. I do love Little Miss Sunshine. I don't remember what beat it, but it wasn't better than Little I Miss got, Sunshine. I got I to look it up because I do think people complain. Maybe it's not you. Little, oh, wait. Little Miss Sunshine. You should just look up all the Oscars. Um, that's r- oh my god! Little Miss Sunshine was crash year. Oh, when crash! Fucking crash! Yes. When you look at the list of all the uh, movies that have won, it's embarrassing. It's baffling yeah. to see some of the movies that win because you're like, some of them I've seen too, and you're like, I can't remember anything about that. Like, oh, yeah. it's just it's some of them that win are so weird. If I said you know this right, if I said Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Do you know if that won or not? No, but Return of the King did. So 2004 was a good year for the Oscars. So you don't know if Fellowship won or not? I don't think it won. No, only okay. Return of the King great, won Best great. Picture. Yes. As you far as right. I'm... Yeah. You are right. Yeah. I, just, I didn't know if you for sure knew that or not. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad I didn't ask that. And it's then. honestly a miracle that it even won at all because I feel like anything fantasy or sci-fi, mm-hmm. they're like, that was so enjoyable. <laughs> oh, no. It's not yeah. It's not a real movie, though. Yeah. You know? No, Lord of the Rings deserves all yeah. the Oscars. Oh, my God. Let's do question. Oh, yeah. Wait, can we just talk about Lord of the Rings for like yeah, another Yeah, we can. Two? We should probably start another podcast and call it Pot of the Rings. All right, this one comes to us from <laughs> alias The Phantom Friends. Where are you writing us from? Charlotte, North Carolina. How? That was really dumb. Yeah, why'd you phrase it that so weird? That was quite literally exactly like when you hand a character <laughs> in a TV show a script to read and they say like, hello, it's me. Walk left. And they say it out loud. <laughs> yeah, that can was you me. read it normal? All right. Okay, okay podcast putting my podcast hat back on uh-huh. this one comes to us from alias the phantom friends writing to us from charlotte north carolina <laughs> how long can leftovers be in the fridge before they are fair game i'm gonna i'm gonna say eight days hey kyle mm-hmm. those aren't your foods what no 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 they're not you can't just eat someone's leftovers what i so i thought it was fair game no. it's been in there eight fucking that days is, there's the time the, the answer is no, no. The answer I, is no. Okay. Well, are you going to eat it? Because it's probably bad by now. Ask them. Okay. Hey, guys, can I eat this food? This, uh, I don't know what this is, a taco maybe? Yes or no. You'll get an answer that will be yes or no. Okay. Are, are you answering me yes or no? Because I want to eat this thing that looks like a taco. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving you either yes or no. Which one would you prefer? Oh, uh, yes. Then yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was confusing. You can't eat le- someone else's leftovers just because they like. There's no, there's no like. Wow, this car has been parked on the street Wait, for is four the, so days. So what's the question exactly? Can you how, tell me again? How long can leftovers be in the fridge before they are fair game? See, I I, I interpreted it very poorly, which mm. means I didn't pay attention to the last two words. Really? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was more about like how long do they last in the fridge? Which no, which is. A different question. It's a different question. And we're not doctors. And we don't know. No. It's, we don't, we, there's no scientific okay, way to so know. How long before the fair game? I'm going to go with eight days. Kyle. <laughs> what? You can't eat the leftovers. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're you right. You can ask the person. Nine days? Because eight days, they're definitely bad. What if it's sushi? Sushi, 10 days. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I mean, like, yeah, if you leave your car in the street a long time, you can't just be like, well, this car's been parked here for eight days. Mm-hmm. I guess it's my car now. Have you ever eaten leftovers, though? Like, you know, because they're sitting there for a while. No, I, I honestly don't think so. See, I feel like I maybe have. I Look, I'm, I'm a pretty stickler. From, from I'm a who? stickler. From like your mom, from your no, girlfriend? Like, who? No, I, I, I'm a stickler for like what's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. You know, I'm a stickler. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I got, had no idea. I got possession problems. Mr. Let's have two separate suites cabinets. Uh, I have control issues. Literally, All every right. time we talk about the wedding, maybe we should have two separate weddings. Well, it's just an idea. Like, you know, <laughs> then you can plan your own, whatever you want to call it, and I'll plan the real wedding. Oh, God. Um, anyways, so I'm just saying, I think I have maybe like, I think at work. I think I'm probably thinking about like okay, at work where city. stuff like is up for grabs a bit. And it's like, it's like, okay, maybe, maybe I'm thinking like second helpings where it's like, you know, like, oh, here's a bunch of donuts, right? And you're like, oh, I'm going to get a donut. And then, like, you come back, like, five hours later, and, like, there's still a handful of donuts left. And you're like, okay, I feel like these have been sitting here a long time. Everyone sort of had a chance. I'm going to take the second donut now. Now, Kyle, that's an interesting point. Why? And completely unrelated to this question, which is <laughs> someone put their food okay. in the fridge. Uh-huh. It's their Chipotle. Okay, okay, okay. It's their Chipotle. Uh-huh. And it doesn't matter that it's been there for two days. Okay. Th- no. No, they, then there's no good time. But what if it is at work? Let's say we're back in the box office okay. at Second City. Yeah, okay, there's, this is a whirlwind. There's been a murder. There's been <laughs> no, a murder. There's been... How okay. many days before you can eat the body? Uh, eight. Eight days. That was the episode of Roommate Lovers. Wow. Yeah. So to the point. At maybe. the end of the day, that's what it's going to be. Hey, if you have a uh, question, uh, you can send it to us. You can do an anonymous question. You can leave a voicemail. Uh, you can send us an email of your own question or, uh, or things the you, ones find you find online. Yeah, find them on the internet. Yeah, all that can be found in the description below or at makeitupmedia.com slash roommates. If you haven't yet, rate us and review us and tell us uh, to your friends. Yes, if you can. Uh, the best way to spread this podcast is to tell a friend, especially if one of those friends is Mark Hamill. Yeah, he, we want him on board. Yeah. Hey, guys, we have Patreon. That's where you give us money and we use it to buy better mics. <laughs> You're so weird. No. I just feel like you said it weird. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. And this it, book, can I say something random? What? Jake Farrington, friend of the podcast, uh-huh. host of Give Me That D, recommended this book to me to read. Yeah, he, he was on the show. He talked yeah. about the dating apps, Jake. He recommended a book to me. I went to the bookstore to go get it. And Jake, you could have warned me. You could have warned me. This book is the biggest book I've seen in yeah, my life. Let's, t- let's, let's get a table drop on this. I'll lower here, my mic. Okay, yeah. Kyle, get ready. Get it. Sounded didn't sound that big, but it, it, is, it is. It's huge. Big. It's like a. It's it's like, what 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 is this the size of? You know the in twenty questions they're like, oh, is it smaller than a bread box? Most books you'd be like, yeah, it's, it's of course. It's bigger than the VHS copy of the Titanic, which was two VHSs. It's, it's, it's like much two bigger than that. double Titanics. Yeah, it's about two sizes of the VHS copy of Titanic. Yeah. yeah. And I am I excited to read this? Absolutely, I cannot yeah. wait. It's called The Priory of the Orange Tree, a novel. What is it? The pro, What is it? The Priory of the Orange Tree. No, what is that word you're saying? Priory, Kyle. Priory. Priory. What Speak the fuck English, is that? Maybe. What Look, does that mean? We're gonna have to read it to find out. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. We can't Google that word. No. Okay. It's impossible. Hey, folks. Uh, thank you to Beth Coon for the intro, and thank you to all you out there. Let's get out of here, man. Thank you to Kyle. For what? That hot bod, rockin' hot bod, Fuck guys. Fuck you, Kyle. Fuck I'm you, Kyle. Kyle. I'm Maggie. Be nice. Be cool.
This episode is brought to you by saying it's your birthday. You can just do it. No one's going to check. That's it. Bye-bye.